5: Connecting changes everything. AT and T. Envy, ye, and Charlemagne. Everybody that's anybody comes through
6: the Breakfast Club. You know, you give voice to people that would be voiceless. Right now, your show has the pulse of the culture.
1: Yeah. yeah everyone smells rich. <laughs> and successful for y'all. At now, is, can't nobody tell y'all.
6: Non-stop entertainment. The Breakfast Club. Wake, wake, your, wake your punk ass
0: up.
7: Good morning USA! Yo,
0: yo, 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 yo,
6: yo, yo! Yo, 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 yo!
7: Good morning Angela Yee. Good morning DJ and Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. weekend is here. It's father's Day. What is it? Charlemagne Black Well, Day. Sunday
6: Sunday is Black Gay Fathers' Day. Because it's uh, Sunday will be Juneteenth. Um it's Father's Day and it's Pride Month. And you'll
8: That's keep right. forgetting it's Caribbean Heritage Month.
6: So it's Black Gay Caribbean Fathers' Day.
7: Well, happy to so all the black gay Caribbean, Caribbean
6: fathers out there.
7: Pride Day,
8: Father's showed- Day. You know-
7: Day. Yeah, car show, Father's Day, all that. Are you letting uh, black gay Caribbean fathers in for free? No. This weekend? No, no. This is when their kids or their wives or their husbands, husbands. have to pay for them. Yes.
6: Okay. Okay.
7: Yes. <laughs> all right. What are you doing for black Caribbean gay Father's Day, Charlamagne?
6: uh I know, it's Something I'll talk about later
7: you okay. <laughs> sounded wild
9: all right
7: I mean you never know what you yesterday you was crawling on the floor trying to bite my calves so you never know I was doing a little bear crawl that's all bear all right. when you're doing a bear crawl bears get hungry your calves are looking key. tasty and tender. Well, we got to congratulate the uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, they won the NBA Finals. Easy Congratulations call. To them. Drop a coupon right. for the Warriors. Easy call.
8: Congrats to Steph Curry.
6: Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry. I can't, I cannot believe that they're on ESPN actually having debates on whether or not Steph Curry is top 10 greatest NBA player of all time. Not only is he top 10 greatest NBA player of all time, Steph Curry might be top 5 at this point. I definitely think What the hell is y'all five. talking about? The man revolutionized the game of basketball. He and did. he's been to the NBA Finals six times in the last eight years. And he's got a record of 4-2 in the NBA Finals. Last night, he got his first NBA Finals MVP. What are y'all talking about? Is and, he top 10 of all time?
8: And besides that, Drake put out a new album last night.
7: Yeah, Drake been spending time in Jersey because that sounds like a Jersey club album. Nah, that sound like that's 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 Beverly that's
6: Beverly Hills luxury hotel elevator music. That's
7: not that's that sound like, like jersey. That's, that's like that's
6: like when you are in the SLS hotel in Beverly Hills on a Friday night and the du- lights du- are dim. Deer, <laughs> you, deer, know? Deer, you know and you got on a you got on a suit with a uh, no tie, but you got the first few buttons of your shirt open a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Some slippers on, no socks. Mm-hmm. Very specific. I actually like yeah. the vibe, to be honest <laughs> with you. I, I I was riding into that it. The cool. I, I
7: love Jer- I love Jersey Mike music, so I, I was rocking out for, it I, for a little bit.
6: I, I didn't I didn't get to the. music. see, what's the last song I listened to? The last song I listened to was "Downhill," so that's number eleven out of fourteen. I I like the vibe.
7: Yeah, Sticky was very Jersey. Well, look, he did rap on one. That was the last one. Him and Twenty One Savage. The Last no, uh, song. On, yeah, the last oh, the song. the Jimmy album, Cook song. They yeah, they were. And you know, I'm not.
6: Song. I'm. I, I like when Drake raps. I'm not the biggest fan of when he does anything else, but. Uh, I, I like the vibe. I'm not okay. gonna lie. It's very it's Beverly it's very uh Beverly Hills SLS Hotel sitting in the Bazaar Lounge. You know. Okay. Now well, I, I watched, now, now I know why Cali kept saying grab your spritzers. Grab your spritzers. Grab your spritzers.
7: Yeah, well I watched the game last night. Uh shout to Lynn's Garage who came on the show who uh I'm doing a car show with. He's bringing a lot of the Houston cars and I'm bringing a lot of New York cars. He has a, a restaurant out here called Turkey Lake Hut. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I go there last night And boy, do do I need to go on, a, on another diet I ate so much last night Whether it was turkey legs, it was pasta It was corn, it was shrimp It was, um, you name it I ate pause, I ate it last night Okay, well just purge Stick your finger mm. in
6: your
8: butt, make it come out The purge
7: Does that work? Yeah
8: Oh, that's why you were running late
6: <laughs> That's all. Just stick, your, just stick your finger in your butt till you feel feel something, and then pull it out, and everything will come out. You'll be fine. Okay. Good all morning. I right. try that. Good, good try morning, that America.
7: Now, who we got joining us this morning?
8: Caroline Oh, okay. The CEO of Essence, Caroline Wanga, will be joining us this morning. Yes. Essence yes. Fest yes. is around the corner, right? Essence mm-hmm. Fest is coming up, which I'm so excited for. It's always Fourth of July weekend, so it ends right. actually on the Fourth of July.
7: Right. So we're going to be kicking it with her in a little bit. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about?
8: Uh, well, let's talk about Delta. Now, the Delta pilots have published an open letter to customers. So for everybody flying oh, that's been having issues. And I would tell you, my girl Laura, she's um, she works with me. She was trying to get back to Miami yesterday. Her flight was supposed to be at 145. She didn't even take off till 730. So it's been well, a, my, a lot of my issues. My flight was, I
10: was supposed
7: to leave at 12 yesterday. I didn't leave till 6 o'clock last night. Mm-hmm. so it's pretty crazy Well, we'll talk more about that when we come back and we got a new joint for y'all shout out to Diddy Diddy actually hit me yesterday and was uh, oh, wow. telling me he got a new hey, project he FaceTimed me <laughs> 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 I gotta say pause hey, with Diddy yo. <laughs> he FaceTimed me yesterday um, oh that sounds crazy I spoke oh. to Diddy man he told me he got a new record here it is let's get
8: Rashad, into it please <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club good morning
5: State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek
6: through the thick jungle. Then, climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then, once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4
9: and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot.
10: It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect.
9: I'm 19, strong.
10: And asthmatic. And at higher risk
9: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
3: Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrant's, Pabocyclop. Ibrant's 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy.
7: All right, that was New Diddy featuring Bryson Tiller. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now we got to congratulate the Golden State Warriors. They defeated the Boston Celtics in six games. So congratulations to them. That was an easy call. Dropping the clues bombs for the Golden State Warriors.
8: And Steph Curry, who is the MVP, here's what he had to say. Well, she told me he was in.
7: <laughs> it right. worked. Here you go. Everybody right. on the stage had a partner. At the beginning of the year, what were they saying? We weren't even on the radar, and now we're here with two trophies, and it means, it means a lot.
1: Every championship journey is different. How would you describe? How would you describe this one?
7: Just combining our championship pedigree and our experience with some fresh energy, some guys that are really hungry to take their next step. Uh, but we have built this for. 10 11 years and that means a whole lot when you get to the stage because you know how to win and everybody who's been a part of this knows what that's about so this is uh this one hits different this one hits different for sure
6: yeah the first they're the the first Mm -hmm. team to reach uh six nba finals in eight years since the michael jordan led chicago bulls and i wish i was a gambling man i I wish i even knew how to gamble like because i i I knew i said the warriors were going to win the championship since last year
8: you don't know how to gamble
6: not, I told you not, you got to start
8: gambling. Is way better either. odds than playing the lottery. I wish I, I would
6: gamble.
7: I don't know how to gamble. Either. I know how to say, okay, I bet the Warriors win, but I don't know the odds, 50 points, 20 points. I don't know that. Because they, the,
6: they had the worst record in the league one year, then the next year they lost in the playing tournament. So to say that they were going to win the championship the year after that sounded crazy, but I, I just I felt like they would.
8: Yeah, I saw a lot of people posting them collecting their winnings. So, congratulations to everybody who won yesterday. Salute to
6: the Warriors, man. I really can't believe that they're on ESPN debating whether or not Steph Curry is top 10 all time. He's absolutely top 10 all time. He might be. He probably top 5.
8: All right. And Delta Airlines pilots have published an open letter to customers yesterday. And this is a direct appeal to people who have been frustrated. There's all these flight delays and cancellations. They said, we have been working on our days off, flying a record amount of overtime to help you get to your destination at the current rate. By this fall, our pilots will have flown more overtime in 2022 than in the entirety of 2018 and 2019 combined. That's our. Those were their busiest years to date. They said if you've flown on a plane lately, planes are very full and plane tickets are very expensive. So they're going to be meeting with Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg to discuss their operations because of all these delays and cancellations. And, you know, they said all the people, including the pilots, are working hard to restore our airline and deliver for our customers. As we emerge from the pandemic, we continuously evaluate our staffing models and plan ahead so that we can recover quickly. But, you know, another thing is Delta announced recently they were canceling some 100 daily departures from destinations in the U.S. and Latin America. That's going to affect travel from July 1st to August 7th. And other airlines have taken similar measures as well because of staffing shortages and a lot of demand for flights.
7: So what happened to all those pilots? What happened to all those flight attendants? They just didn't come back to work? All of them didn't come back?
8: Yeah, I think uh, they said any solution is going to be three, four, five years away. I was reading somewhere as some pilots are retiring, getting older, and then it's a longer process to uh, get new pilots in. I think it takes like five years or something like that before they can fly commercial. Well, listen, don't planes. quit.
6: Don't quit right before we about to fly out. Okay, can you give us some notice before you just quit and, and yeah. then our flights get canceled?
7: I mean, flight, like, okay. and I don't understand that they can't see this upcoming like. Cause flights are canceled and delayed, and it's nasty out there. Like I said, I waited six hours for a flight yesterday, and it's it's happening every weekend.
6: Yeah, and I'm a JetBlue guy, right? But uh, I do have a couple of big Delta. I I got jammed up with Delta last weekend, but I got a couple of big Delta flights coming up, and you can't even trust it. It's like gambling. Like you know, you're gonna get there, and the flight gonna be canceled.
7: (laughs) You know, you may hit, you may not hit. And then when right. it is delayed, that your little thousand dollar miles that you're giving us ain't worth it. Like, cause people are really, you know, have functions, they have weddings, they have parties, they have connections, and they're missing all of that. Like, Don't Yeah, this a, is what they're saying
8: is the root cause of this pilot shortage. It's an aging work face, uh, workforce facing mandatory retirement, fewer pilots exiting the military, and barriers to entry, including the cost of training.
6: Mm. Yep. With all due respect, please retire if you're too old to be flying a plane. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that's the case. But could you do it before we uh got to take off? Don't wait till I get to the airport to say that To say that you've had enough and they canceled the flight.
7: All right, well, that is front page news. Get it off your chest, 800-585-1051 if you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
10: Wake up, wake up. Wake
0: your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest.
6: Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
7: Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Leo. What's going on? Peace, Leo. Leo. What's happening? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, God, man. How you from, like, three different states? You, you, like, you, you
6: bandwagon the Warriors so hard. First, you like the Dallas. Then you like the Bucs. And who else? Who else you like, man? Brother, I don't. Talk don't don't, about. Talk about. Talk about. Talk about. I'm from South Carolina, number one, and mm-hmm. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan. When it comes to those other teams, I'm just picking who's going to win the series. I don't have. <laughs> I'm not. A, 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 what are you talking about? A basketball team?
7: <laughs> I'm just picking who's yeah. going to win the series. I'm a Knicks fan, but yeah. I seen who was going to win this year.
6: Yeah, right. Well, he likes about three teams, man. I'm telling you. Go I go don't. What are you talking about? T- <laughs> I'm picking. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Have I been right about who I when I when I picked these series? Uh, no. Okay. You the just... The Dallas na- and
1: the Bucs lost. Well,
6: the, yeah. Dal- the, the Cowboys don't count. And, and you were screaming the Grizzlies. You're a Carolina boy. I yeah. ain't never screamed. Yes, I, shout out to John Moran. He from the Carolinas. He from South Carolina. Yeah, man.
7: Pick one team,
6: huh? I don't have a team! I have a, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I don't you have mean, a basketball be, team.
1: Hey, you can't be from Carolina, New Jersey, New York, and then... <laughs> the, uh, uh, you're a B. You so, you so,
6: so let me ask you a question. When you watch ESPN... <laughs> I want you to see some logic. When you watch ESPN and you watch Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose, Kendrick Perkins, and they picking who they think gonna win the series, do you think in your mind, oh, they actually like that team? Show me why
1: you. Oh no, they got man. a favorite. I'm talking about picking favorite team. Mm-hmm. Why are you
7: arguing with this man, man? We I don't know. know. Right, you
6: know you what, MVP? You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're I, your I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, you have a good weekend. It's right.
7: Father's right. Day weekend. I I have, mean, have,
8: he's very, like, I succeeded. Yeah. The war, the
6: Warriors and Celtics played in the NBA Finals. You either think one of those two teams are gonna win. So if I pick the Warriors, that mean I'm a Warriors fan? Charlamagne, it's okay. It's just weird. It's all right, it's all right.
7: Hello,
1: who's there? Hi, it's me from Dayton, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm good driving. morning, get it off your chest. She had us muted. Yeah, she did. Uh, I did, I had, I had y'all muted. I want to say I love y'all every morning. I listen to y'all every morning. Let me get something to this off my chest. This is Dayton, Ohio. We don't reach the triple digits, it's hot. I work for a company a factory company that is literally statewide, and we ain't got no air conditioning in that mother. What? Oh, I'm sorry, I can't cut. I'm sorry. I'm oh, no, that, need, that needed
8: some words
7: yeah,
1: Man, listen, we we getting up to 110 or 105 here. It's damn near 112, 120 in that factory. I'm exaggerating, but I don't care.
6: Well, don't you? Well, don't you forget to wear your deodorant because ain't nothing worse than being hot and musty. <laughs>
1: And it's a girl in my job that smells like a cheeseburger every day, ma'am. A cheeseburger. deodorant in
6: the car? Well, bring her some oh, yeah. right guard. She she probably using woman's deodorant, and she don't need to. She needs to use something that's strong enough for a man and made for a man.
8: I'm not sure if cheeseburgers smell good or if you're saying that's yeah. a bad smell. Cheeseburgers
1: smell good, now, though, ma'am. Cheeseburgers mama. do smell good on a good hungry day, but in this case, when I'm in a factory that's already over 105, that
6: cheeseburger smell don't smell good, I, 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 I get I'm what you're saying. It. It's like Cush. Like, Kush <laughs> smell good when you're about to smoke the weed, but when you smell somebody underarm smell like Kush, it's like, ew. My goodness. Man, listen, she's oh. starting to smell like <laughs> but I'm
1: going to get off here, y'all.
7: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not a whole but Get it <laughs> off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So have the same energy.
6: We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
7: Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlotte Baby, we go. hey, Rob. Good morning,
6: OG Rob. OG, what's, what's happening? Up? What's happening, man? Listen, man. Good morning, y'all. Y'all know what it is, Style Friday. But before I get into anything, right? Shout out, Nick, man, for that footage. Uh, from the last freestyle, man, it's greatly appreciated. You know what I mean? I don't take nothing like that for granted. You heard Okay, okay, Nick. okay. Nick with okay, the shout check out. This out. Yes, sir. That's right. Check this out. Listen, these jewels are like a permanent gift. Jacob and Nice Box, guaranteed to leave things leaning. Running from detox, they're getting low, scared to death. See what I'm working with? Double pump action, buckshot. Show them how real it so cheap. been down before, trapped and locked in. Never made excuses for nothing.
7: Just fought and took the win. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay.
6: okay. He got All in right.
8: and got out.
7: What you? you, 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 you I, want, I got this. You, you, you want it? Or you, uh, you, I mean, you mean, I got something. You know what I'm saying? Go. In, in honor of the, in,
6: in honor of the Golden State Warriors, they won the championship last night. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like mm-hmm. the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like mm-hmm. I'm the king on the microphone. So is Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks. Mm-hmm. Take me to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley-oop. I like to okay. pick and roll. I like to give and go. Because it's mm-hmm. basketball. And I'm going to grab his bowls. What? No.
7: There's no. No, you don't grab nobody's b-s. they,
6: they I didn't bounce. say balls. I said bowls. No, you
8: said okay. bowls I did I not bows like distinctly. elbows. Nobody says bows.
6: Jesus
7: Christ! Right, I got one.
6: Ludacris said bows. All right, let's you go. ready? Let's
2: go.
7: In Queens, let's go. New York, see, i are born and raised. On the playground is where I spend most of my days, oh, my chilling gosh. out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and kissing on some balls men outside, outside of the pool.
6: The what? I said, whoa! Now that was wild, envy. Yeah. Now you can't be grabbing yeah. no yeah. outside of school. You—that's a charge. What,
7: wait, wait, wait. What's up Pretty with much. you, bro? Come on. It's Caribbean pride. Outside the school.
6: What's up with you? Wow. Wow. This,
7: this guy is
8: Okay,
6: crazy. OG
7: Rob.
8: Sorry, that went left for you.
6: Uh, it, it's all right. But listen, listen, listen. I want y'all to have a good weekend. Be blessed. You and your family, man. Catch me on that IG, OG Rob 300.
7: I OG, hey, OG Rob. Rob. Hey, three hundred lyrics. Hello, who's this? Hey, top of the morning, y'all. It's Pencil Man. Pencil Man. What up, man? <laughs> Nothing much I just wanted to say Happy Father's Day To y'all man Thank you Bro, You're the, the only myself. person That called. When it's Mother's Day Everybody calls Happy Mother's Day I want to say Happy Mother's Day To my mom Out of all the callers We called that call this morning You're the only one That said Happy Father's Day
6: Yo hey I love y'all man Y'all beautiful people Real for real Appreciate um, you brother
9: Would it be possible To
7: get some AC tickets Some uh to your
8: AC show. I like how he greased you up and then asked he for did. something. That he was definitely smooth. greased me up. He, that massaged was smooth, me. Pencil, man. he massaged
7: me first and then he was like, Let <laughs> me get some tickets. I Yo, happy
8: Father's you. Day, man. You are amazing.
7: <laughs> You're a great father, man. You do your nah, thing. Nah, man. I was wondering
8: if I could get so some fact. tickets. <laughs>
7: hey, hey, y'all are instrumental, though, to my everyday, man. I wake up and if y'all aren't, if all three y'all aren't there, it's a bad day. Um, all right. Pencilman, I got you in, my, in, in the car show. Of course, this weekend is in Houston. You're talking about the one in Atlantic City, which is August 20th. I absolutely yeah, positively course. got you, Pencilman. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll call in next week, Garrett. Enjoy pencil, your weekend, though. Pencilman
6: sounds so cute. What do you hey,
8: know? I do to know what you, you look like, Pencilman. What's hey, your Instagram?
7: I don't. I actually don't do social media.
8: Man. Oh, he likes oh, that I'm not that talking even about more. your
6: voice. I'm talking about the nickname, Pencilman.
8: Oh, I thought you were saying his voice. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> you said hey, he sounds man, you know. cute.
7: You wanna
9: ask him why hey, they call him pencil hey, man, Charlemagne? But I'm still a dark.
6: You n- heard? Oh god.
8: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you up there with Steph Curry and Drake today.
2: Oh you're already life in Dominion. That's what we do. But yo, enjoy your, your gay father
6: pride <laughs> Black gay father's day is Sunday. Okay, All right, man. you got. <laughs> Yo. oh, God, man. He got nervous
8: because Charlamagne said he sounds cute. He was like, "I don't have no social media." <laughs> I don't
6: get it off really your don't.
8: chest.
7: 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way.
8: Yes. Well, since we're talking about that, the word "bussy" is added to the dictionary.
7: Okay. Now for those people that don't know what bussy is, you gonna explain that when you come back? To
8: Of course, you guys talk about it every day.
7: All right, we'll get to it next. It's the breakfast logo morning.
5: State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque.
10: Got my Prevnar 20 shot? It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect.
2: I'm 19, strong.
10: And asthmatic, and at higher risk
3: tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash and loss of appetite.
7: Morning, everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God, we are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors, let's talk Pusha T. This is The
6: Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it! On The Breakfast Club. So
1: listen up. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey.
6: What's happening, fam? What's going on? What's up,
8: yeah? Are you going to show the rumors? Or?
6: You did. did. Where you been? Oh, oh I didn't wow. hear it. Damn, Yee.
8: Yeah. My headphones weren't <laughs> <out>. <laughs> You
6: had some drinks last night or something? What's I happening? I just a put couple? my
8: headphones on. One out. or two? Three or four? It just got all quiet. Yeah, I just put my see. headphones on. I didn't yeah. hear yeah. anything. Hey,
6: can you walk oh. in a straight line? You
8: <laughs> stay down a bit
7: backwards, Yee. <laughs>
8: it's just real quiet in the room. I just put my headphones on.
7: Okay. Okay.
8: All right. Pusha T has announced the first Chris performance in over a decade. That's going to be in... At the Something in the Water Festival. And so get excited for that. The festival actually starts today. And so, yes. He said absolutely nothing to discuss. Something in the water. Weekend finale, June nineteenth. Clips. Again, don't hit my phone.
7: Okay. That's dope.
8: So don't call the me. Push T's never done the Something in the Water Festival? The clips. No, I don't think the, clip oh, the clips remember they,
7: Okay. Remember Malice stopped rapping. He said he's not gonna be in the group anymore. He's doing See Christian now are you rap.
8: okay? Are you drunk?
7: So this it's the first time that back, yeah. <laughs> I stayed up late last night watching the game.
8: Uh, all right, now thanks to Little Nas X, you could finally see the word. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this word.
7: What? What word? Bussy. You already said it. You said I just said it. You said it earlier.
8: <laughs> I just say it on the air. I said the, it off the air. I it's said, in the Can dictionary. I say this? All right, well, yes, yeah, so now this word could be added to the dictionary. He was saying for Pride Month, it's really important that our government finally take a stand and adds Bussy to the dictionary. Dictionary.com actually caught wind of this and replied. They said they could potentially make that addition happen. They said we added WAP to the dictionary so anything's possible. So
7: So for people that don't know, what's Bussy? Yeah? Um, boy, boy, boom, boom but you guys okay. have boy poom poom yeah I mean
6: okay. we do have one yeah you
8: guys all have it just
6: depends on how you use it we don't technically it's not technically a, a what is it a Vangina? bussy yeah it's not technically a bussy until you use it as, as such okay that's technical <laughs> <laughs> it's just a butt
8: so you do happy, have
7: it happy gay have, happy gay Caribbean
8: happy
6: black gay father Caribbean day <laughs>
8: All right. Kevin Hart is going to be opening plant-based fast food restaurants called Hart House. He posted, I'm thrilled to announce that I have collaborated with an all-star team of partners and industry leaders to create an industry-changing restaurant called Hart House. This thing is going to be huge. We're going to serve delicious, sustainable food that delivers can't-believe-it flavor in every bite. We'll be opening our first few locations in the L.A. area, but we will be expanding quickly. Stay tuned for more. That's exciting. I would definitely uh, try that. I love plant-based food. So to have a plant-based fast food restaurant, it's always weird to me that they'll have like Beyond Burgers and Impossible Burgers at restaurants, but they cook it on the same grill as the meat. And it defeats the purpose.
6: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sound like a good investment. Mm
8: Mm-hmm. All right. And Amy Schumer, people are upset at her for something that she said on the last episode of The Shop. Now, uh, Don Levin was leading a discussion about black vulnerability in the media and how necessary it is when Amy Schumer uh, chimed in.
3: But you were talking about, like, you know, rappers and the aspirational sort of whatever, and I was thinking that I think it's the opposite for women, like, well, okay, I grew up loving Little Kim and it was like, my b- is the best and everything. But, <laughs> and so I have a little bit that of that, out, you know? But like, Mobs Mabley or me, Chelsea Handler, whatever, we're up there being like, I'm a drunk, I'm a fat whore, like, you know, whatever. And I think women, like, you, you, you take yourself down to be accepted.
2: I don't think Tiff. Haddish does that. Tiff is like, you if you've seen her lately, she's like, This is what this success looks like. Yeah. This is not a costume. This is couture. But How
3: is that right. going for her?
2: I love Tiff. I don't, I mean, I love I I don't too.
3: I don't, she's incredible. I she's had know. a huge meteoric rise. a huge wondering rise. If, if people are wondering to if pissed at her. to people were saying,
8: it's So people were saying it's giving hater, the audacity. Is Tiff worried the you? No. Tiff worried somebody you? we do then somebody said, we don't even like Amy. Why not she like And Why Somebody said, why is she on this platform? Isn't she traumatized by Will Smith?
6: Well, let me be the first to tell you, Amy Schumer is not hating. and What Amy Schumer is talking about is the industry, because when you are a woman, especially a black woman who is outspoken, who speaks up for herself, they get labeled difficult in this business. I believe that's what she means when she yeah, says, I, I wonder if people I would get pissed at her. I took it differently.
8: I did take it as that she was saying, how is that going for her as far as, um, is this making people angry? And, yes, she, she's and, and, the, and I... the people
6: she's talking about are industry folks. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, it's my pet peeve. I hear it all the time. People say such and such is difficult, and usually it's black women who are outspoken and speak up for themselves. I, I hear it all the time.
8: Yeah, so that that's how I took it, but people, of course, uh, jumped on me. Well, she, she's
6: not being specific. She should have said, in this business, in this industry, executives will label you difficult if you are a black woman are a woman who speaks up for themselves. I, well, when, I I hear that all the time with outspoken black women. Well, when just, she the first said, thing they say is, oh, she's difficult. Like, how?
7: Because well, she speaks when, up when, for herself? When you say, how's it going for somebody, that that's usually a hated term. That's why people said that. Even though she probably didn't mean it like that. But when you say, well, how's that going for her? That's but she she should have said, that.
6: how's that going in the industry? Because she probably mm-hmm. is privy to inside information as well. And she probably hears executives say the same thing. I'm, I promise you, man, when you're an outspoken black person, uh, especially a black woman, in this business they will
7: label you difficult
8: and i it's think weird. they are cool with each other so i'm sure they spoke and yeah. she probably told her so it probably all depends on how tiffany took it really
7: when somebody says how how's that going for you that's usually a, a hate i actually that's, that's, that's usually what it is i actually said that to somebody last week i said you don't think it's
6: strange that uh you know every time you come to me and say uh such and such is difficult some, such somebody said such and such is difficult is usually a black woman you don't think that's strange
8: All right, well, that is your rumor Outspoken black
6: women get labeled as difficult in this industry. Period. Facts. It's
7: whack. All right, right, well, we got front-page news. Next, what are we talking about?
8: Yes, and we are going to be talking about these January 6th hearings. We'll give you some takeaways from day three.
7: All right, we'll get into that next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast
6: Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
8: The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to the General and you could save over $500. Call 800General or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply.
7: Headphones on.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Morning, everybody.
7: It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, now, congratulations to the uh, Golden State Warriors. They beat the Boston Celtics last night. Drop on the Clues Bonds for the Golden State Warriors. Easy call.
6: Easy call, Warriors, in six. I'm going to tell you something else, too. The Warriors mm. going to repeat next year.
8: Think so? You when bet did... money on it now.
6: I should, right? Mm-hmm. I wish I had bet money at the beginning of the season. Now, they're going to repeat next year. You guys year. would
8: enjoy betting on games because you don't got to bet a whole lot of money. You could do $20, mm-hmm. $100, you know.
6: James, let my son do it. James my, son Wiseman, my son tells me what to bet. James Wiseman is gonna come back healthy. Uh, you know, another year for their young players like the what's his name, Jonathan Kaminga, Kaminga, the rookie. You know, oh. Pool, mm-hmm. Wiggins. They still got their core. Steph Clay and Draymond Clay gonna be back at, at full
7: speed. They, they they gonna repeat next year. All right, what else we got, Yeezy?
8: All right, well, let's talk about the January sixth hearings. Day three was yesterday. Two witnesses testified who advised Pence that he did not have the authority to subvert the election. And they talked about how Donald Trump's attorney, John Eastman, put forward a legal theory that Pence could unilaterally block certification of the election. But that was rejected by Trump's White House attorneys and Pence's team. But anyway, Donald Trump still tried to press forward and make that happen. There were a lot of revelations yesterday, but the most important one was that Donald Trump was told repeatedly... That his plan for Pence to overturn the election was illegal, but he tried to do it anyway. Uh, And in a videotaped deposition, Pence's chief of staff, Mark Short, said that Pence advised Trump many times that he did not have the legal or constitutional authority to overturn the results. And even Eastman, who helped devise the scheme and pitched it to Trump uh, in the beginning, admitted in front of Trump that the plan would require Pence to violate federal law according to a clip of that deposition. Now here is Chairman Thompson talking about Mike Pence and his courage.
5: The former president wanted Pence to reject the votes and either declare Trump the winner or send the votes back to the states to be counted again. Mike Pence said no. He knew it was illegal. He knew it was wrong. We're fortunate for Mr. Pence's courage on January 6th our democracy came dangerously close
2: to catastrophe.
5: When Mike Pence made it clear that he wouldn't give in to Donald Trump's scheme, Donald Trump turned the mob on him. A mob that was chanting, hang Mike Pence. A mob that had built a hangman's gallows just outside the Capitol.
6: I hate how they call Mike Pence courageous, like he wasn't there cosigning Trump for four years. I mean, everybody can change their ways, but guess what, Mike Pence? Uh, Your cosigns for four years led to that situation on January 6th, and it almost cannibalized you.
8: Trump can turn on you at any second. Exactly. And uh, former Trump White House attorney Eric Hirschman told the committee that Eastman told him he was willing to accept violence in order to overturn the 2020 election. And he described a conversation where he warned Eastman that his strategy, if implemented, was going to cause riots in the streets. And he said, there's been violence in the history of our country in order to protect the democracy or to protect the republic. So he basically knew what was about to happen. And this is uh, what they're trying to show. This is some of the most compelling evidence of... What actually went down? Yeah, and also to the, cause those riots and how Donald Trump was involved in all of that and making it happen and knew what the results would be.
6: And also with the Mike Pence thing, it's just a perfect example of if you want to see how somebody's eventually, you know, going to treat you, watch how they treat other people because eventually it's going to be your turn. And that's what happened mm. in the case. Of, that's exactly of, what happened. Uh, that's yep. what happened in the case of Donald Trump. And listen, man, five days ago, the January 6th panelists said they got enough evidence uncovered to indict Trump. So what you going to do, DOJ?
8: It's on them now, they're putting forward all this stuff we've never heard before. Now, here's Aguilar talking about Mike Pence and Donald Trump and how there was a lot of tension and how their relationship had soured.
10: The dispute between the president and the vice president had grown to the point where the vice president's chief of staff, Mark Short, was concerned that the president could, in Mr. Short's words, quote, lash out at the vice president on January 6th. In fact, Mr. Short was so concerned about it, That he talked with the head of the vice president's secret service detail on january 5th here's mr short
2: concern was for the vice president's security and so i wanted to make sure the head of the vice president's secret service was aware that um that likely as these disagreements became more public that the president would um lash out in some way
6: Once again, if you want to see how someone is going to eventually treat you, watch how they treat other people. At some point, it'll be your turn. You're not special. So don't stand by and, you know, watch somebody do a bunch of foul stuff and think that eventually it's not going to happen to you. That's exactly what happened to Mike Pence.
8: All right. And two white men were arrested this week for allegedly attacking a black teenager who was just driving through their neighborhood. The incident took place in Sanford, Florida, the same city where Trayvon Martin was killed by George Zimmerman more than a decade ago. The teen is identified as 16-year-old Jermaine Jones. He was just driving when the man threw a traffic cone at his car and a large rock through the vehicle's window. Jermaine's father, CJ Jones, shared footage on Facebook. And in the video, you can hear the men yelling at him to get out of their neighborhood.
7: That's crazy.
0: Right here, buddy. Right here. Tell me what you were doing. Burning out, racing through my neighborhood.
6: Burning out, racing through my. I told neighborhood. you
5: not to. Get out of my face. I'm not in get your face. face. Get out you? of my hey, neighborhood. Who got, who got a gun? Who got the gun? The guy who's got a permit to carry. You got a
1: gun?
4: You're the one that would get All right. a gun. Alright. Alright. Get, right. get out of this
1: neighborhood. Alright. Get out of this neighborhood. You don't right. on here. But y'all wow. want to smash the, the window?
11: Smash the
5: window? Yeah, he did, didn't
11: he? You smashed the window,
1: huh? Were y'all driving.
8: Can you imagine that? This poor 16-year-old no. that has to go through this terrifying experience where these white people are throwing cones and rocks at his car just because he was driving Get through
7: out of
6: this neighborhood. neighborhood.
8: You
7: don't belong there.
8: This why, is where I wish say, I lived over there. He was going to visit his friend.
5: I wish I lived over there. Why were they mm-hmm. saying
7: he was dragged? What did they say he was doing? Burning out? What
8: is yeah, that? Yeah, like, come doing on. Doing the in Then how could you even catch up to him? If That's, that's what pushing doing. the
7: gas and, you know, the wheels spin out. But like you said, mm. how could they catch up? That's when I, I wish I lived over in that area. Because I swear as hell, I would get a hundred of my my little racing buddies, boy, and we would drive around that block a hundred times. And you talk about my man, what he had, a little Honda Civic. You talk about loud pipes and making noise. I would drive around that block a hundred times. Times, well, the men. The point, I thought the car parked when you were
8: identified. Out. The men no, as not. the men no. were identified as 52-year-old Donald Corsi and 61-year-old Howard Hughes. They were both arrested and charged with damage to property, and uh, Corsi was also hit with a weapon offense charge for allegedly throwing the rock. While Hughes is facing an additional misdemeanor battery charge for allegedly hitting uh, the white teen with a traffic cone.
7: And then you throw a rock at my son's car. My son is 16 years old. As a father, what am I supposed to do? I'm not so supposed it was to knock a, on your door and whoop a your ass. black
6: kid and in the neighborhood going
8: to visit a friend.
7: So where's you the white teen come at my from? I uh, 15-year-old son's
8: door. Year old Billy Kennedy, he was in the car too. Oh,
7: so it was a black teen and a white teen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Get out my neighborhood. You throw a rock at my son's car, break his window, and then and then and then pull out a gun and talk about well he, he the guy had a gun on him. And I'm not supposed to knock on your door and whoop your ass? Drag your, your white ass all up and down that block? I'm not supposed to. All right. Well, I don't think you would do
8: that. That is your front page in York. news. so you don't
7: know me. Okay. i don't think right. you do that. Alright You and that punk ass dog Ain't doing that Alright play, play with my family If you like Me and that punk ass dog Will be right on there Knock on the door Knock 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 Hello well, I think this? you should, I think you should
6: Go over there armed Knowing that he has a gun in you. I don't think you should Just take the dog And your bike riders.
7: <laughs> he said him
6: and his bike riders <laughs> he said gonna be a hundred bike riders he said a hundred bike did, riders deep in a little biker shorts That was see, what you said I said riders I didn't say bike well, you see, talking you about see, bike riders though what
7: riders. are you talking about <laughs> I'm <bike riders, laughs> talking about my cars you know I do the rallies and stuff like that I'm not talking see you thinking you just want to see a little cute shorts that's all you want to see I just heard me. you
6: say that you and your you're acting
7: bad 100 people on 10 speeds gonna pull up with they punk ass dogs and we might pull up on our bikes too but I'm not talking about the bikes you just want to See me in them little
8: shorts. Talk about the right Y'all gonna stop
7: and get y'all lattes
6: first while y'all listening to the new Drake album. Y'all gonna pull up on them? You
7: know what? Happy Father's Pride Caribbean.
6: Boom, 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 boom,
7: boom, 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 boom. Happy Black Gay Father Caribbean's Day. You know what? When we come back and see, that's why I don't take nothing serious with you no more, man. I don't like you. So it's
8: not serious between y'all anymore.
7: We go together real bad. We go together real bad. <laughs> I hate y'all, man. When we come back, the CEO of Essence will be joining us. Caroline, Caroline Wanga. Wanga. So we're going to talk to about the uh, upcoming Essence, Essence Festival and more, so don't move. I hate y'all. Both of y'all. Not That's not you, nice. You too. No. Y'all not nice to me. It's the Breakfast Club <laughs> Y'all tomorrow.
6: not nice to me. <laughs>
7: the Breakfast Club. Power 1051.
6: The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God.
0: We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teladano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league.
2: 20.com.
9: Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
3: Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me, but after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive, HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy.
7: I'm the only provider. Morning, everybody. I'm the it's provider. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Nagai. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building
5: Big CEO
7: Energy, C- <laughs> Caroline Wonga, CEO of Essence.
8: Woo! Welcome. Good Thank morning. Thank you. Thank I'm you. So glad you made it up here before Essence Festival because I want you to talk about everything that's happening yeah. this year. And you guys just dropped the iconic cover with Listen, Janet Jackson.
11: That's a life moment right there, right? Like, it's not even about an Essence cover with Janet it's about Janet right. right and and what, what she is and everything that she's been for community the things she's fought through that gave a lot of other artists opportunity to be here and I would say that's exactly what Essence Festival is about it's critically important that people understand that it is the place where we celebrate blackness without having to accommodate everybody else. Mm, I love that. And so Janet being an icon makes sense. She's a part of the festival, but it's also about just being really honest about what blackness is Mm. and not having to feel like you got to lessen it for others, but letting others be a part of it if they want to. But it's their job to understand how we do what we do. So tell us how that that started and when did it start? So the festival is 27 years old. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's always been in New Orleans. And I have to reinforce that because the festival isn't the festival if it's not in new orleans right. it actually has always been in new orleans except for three years yeah
6: i went the one year it was in houston after uh do you
11: want to
1: tell how you felt about
6: that i didn't like that
10: exactly <laughs> <As did laughs>
11: <nobody else did. laughs> like yes. it just it doesn't work and that's not hate on houston that's just about like yeah. it w- they were born together right and then the only other two years that hasn't been there are the two years of the pandemic, pandemic. where we did it virtually it is also the largest festival in the country by per day attendance And then the third piece, I'd say, is what's happening right now that I'm even more excited about is what COVID gave us the opportunity to do virtually was to be able to bring together a broader diaspora Mm. to experience this thing that we have had here in the U.S., but is really about global black culture, which is a part of our mission in this phase of essence as well. And so in 2020, we had 45 million views. Of the virtual festival in 2021 we had 65 million views and 2022 for the first time the festival will be both live and virtual with unique and hybrid experiences for all so when you think about the momentous moment we're in right now with what we've been through this is going to be the dopest year of the festival yet because the whole fam can be together even if we're not in the same
7: that's one thing i loved about the festival when i was a kid and no disrespect to the, to the festival, it was None. an older person's festival. Listen, you and then y'all say started that. skewing younger right. and it was open to everybody. And that's I just right, did, that's what
6: that he just changed. he just
8: old enough. i I will say the movie no, girls, even younger. before the movie girls trip, like for me, cause I've been going to Essence Festival for probably like 10 years. Yeah. And I would tell, like, my friends, let's all go to Essence Festival yeah. every year. Yeah. And then Girls Trip came out. And yeah, it's like, it is moment. the
11: perfect Girls Trip place. So that's that's great. And I'm glad you guys brought this up. Because one of the things, right, like, so Essence is the parent company of the festival, right? Mm-hmm. There's, like, a whole company aside from that. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that is really intentional about what we're trying to drive in this stage is we are, first of all, black people are not a monolith. And this festival is the place where no matter what kind of black you are, you find something for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So to your point, it had a reputation of being not just for old, but for the aunties. That's what people really say. And when did that change? It's been changing for a while, yeah. but we are being even more intentional about it now. So right now, if you look at the statistics, 60 percent of the attendees of the festival are 18 to 35. That's what I was right? saying. That's what I'm saying. The whole they just station. may not go to the same things right. right? that other people do. And so our charge became how do we make sure that all of the people that are actually showing up can find something to do? So. To start with something like you talked about with Girls Trip, one of the things is we know the brothers come to festival. The data says it's about 30% of the audience is men that come to festival. Really smart for them
8: to come to, by the way, because there's a lot of... I mean, I've (laughs) never heard a complaint
11: about their experience. (laughs) but, But the piece I'm saying that for is the intentionality is, for the first time we have a men's experience designed for black men at festival. We're calling it In His Zone. It's designed for black men there. It's not because the rest of the festival isn't for them, but we see them and recognize them and want them to feel like there's a space where they'll be able to do things. We have a younger generational set of programming behind girls united Mm -hmm. that's really focused on the next generation of black women we are the essence festival of culture and there's a lot of other things happening outside of the superdome but even within the superdome and the concerts which is what a lot of people look forward to there's a lot of diversity in what we've brought there so we've got Nicki minaj on friday night we've got janet on saturday night new edition on sunday night as headliners but in the Nicki minaj night is beanie man thames is in the new edition night
6: those are all grown artists, by the way. Right. No, no, Nikki
11: yeah. Minaj T- M- <laughs> M- M- is grown. Well, Tess T- is pretty new. Tim is, T- new. T- is new. Tim, is new. New Tim is, new. is new city. Wizkid is new. City girls new. Right. And so the, the point that I'm making is part of our responsibility as a brand is to make sure that although we were built on the heels of who black women are, and we are not at all hiding that, the reason why that's a really important, critical community for all black is because black women are the conductors of black community right the way that they look and the way that they go and what they influence tends to be right what a lot of people depend on or look to to understand the mothers of civilization right and so being able to use the festival and the brand that is essence to bring forth what it means for blackness to get back to the greatness it deserves globally is exactly what we're trying to do and that mission is that big that audacious and we will start by making sure that people see a different kind of festival this year that helps us into our new Now what about Essence Eats?
8: I'm excited what for that. What you want to
11: know about Essence Eats? So Essence Eats has always been there. Some of mm-hmm. the dope stuff that's happening with Essence Eats is we took it outside and we're doing the first ever Essence Food and Wine Festival that will feature food and wine from all different black vendors everybody may not want to come to the food festival so of course the eats will be there as well but it is about making sure that food and wine festival is happening the film festival is happening we have a gospel brunch that we're including to make sure that people are finding different things to do but that we're also highlighting black entrepreneurs because one of our big goals is to continue to build black generational wealth I mean, how does it feel so to be back
6: after a, a, a two-year hiatus and, and when, when, you, when, you, when you realize okay i think we we'll would be able to do this live yeah.
11: next year when did your brain start well, the funny thing is I started this job in the pandemic. So I started this job right when the 2020 virtual festival was about to air, right? And I, like everybody else was like, can we do this? And when we saw what happened with 45 million views of that festival, I like, I rested quite a bit to say, oh my God, right, like the necessity of this thing goes beyond the fact that it has to be physical. Our community needs to be together. And so when we were able to do that in, in 2020 and then saw us able to do it again in 2021, the thought coming back live became probably bigger and better than it would have been mm-hmm. had the pandemic not happened, which is look at what we're now able to do. Mm-hmm. And we decided to be even more bold and audacious in how we choose to offer this live festival because of what happened virtually.
7: The first time I seen a new edition was actually at Essence Music Festival. Uh-huh. Which was is it? dope. And you know, most people don't know, I do car shows and my car show got its most start. Most people don't
11: know.
10: Who the hell don't know you Come do car on, shows? Eddie, well, who it. didn't know? Well, yeah,
11: you know
7: what that is? We're married every you know. day. <laughs> <laughs> most don't people don't know. know actually <laughs> got so it. the one person that didn't know, they not know. <laughs> now I know. Most people don't know I have kids. <laughs> 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 but you know, I
9: was saying most people
7: don't know that the start, I got my start because Essence didn't happen. So I actually did my car show. When I found out Essence wasn't doing it 4th of July, I did my car show 4th of July in, in Atlanta. And usually, you know, our culture, black people they, they want something to do And because they couldn't go to New Orleans Yeah I had 20,000 people at Atlanta Which yeah. made me do the car shows from market to market to market
8: Alright, we have more with Caroline Wanga, The CEO of Essence coming up next But right now, New Drake out today Featuring 21 Savage here is Jimmy Cooks.
7: Morning everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee Charlamagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club we're still kicking it with the CEO of Essence. She's talking about the Essence Festival and more. We have Caroline Wanga. Is it difficult for you guys to get sponsors? Because I know a lot of times corporate white world, it's hard to get sponsors. They don't, they'll sponsor everything else but when it comes to us, it's very difficult. Is it difficult for So we're going to have that conversation. So Absolutely. first of all,
11: here's what you need to know. I am in corporate recovery. So I worked at the Target Corporation for 15 years, right? So I know both sides of the conversation. One of the things that will be true in this new era of the Essence brand overall is we're going to be really picky about who gets to be in partnership with us. Mm. I think that this brand has been through a lot of things over its 50 years. And there was a time when it was so malnourished by the organization it sat within that it had to take what it could get to stay alive. As I came into role and partnered with Rich Dennis, who is the family that put this company back in black owned hands, what became extremely important to both of us was one, changing the, va- the way that the value of what we do as a brand is looked at, festival included. Mm-hmm. Number two, demanding that if you want to be in, rep- in relationship with this brand, you have to be about black economic impact, period. If you're not about that, we will happily help you put your check somewhere else. And the fact that we were unapologetic about that and were willing to walk away if partners didn't wanna be about that, led to us being able to have record level partnership dollars happening coming into the 2022 festival. But what's more important is, as we engaged with those partners, What we said is it isn't just about us getting the dollars to be able to put this together. We mandated in a lot of those relationships that they are using black-owned businesses to drive the way they show up at festival and made that be in the contracts. That's not dollars that comes to Essence to put this on. That's the people that will be setting up activations and selling food and all these things that each of our partners do there. We ask that that is also going to black-owned businesses and tried to make sure that that happens Mm -hmm. because for us, we don't want any partner that doesn't understand that their role with us is to continue to bring forth what it takes to do black generational wealth. Let's stay there for a second. Yeah, please how, how can these corporations start to be more inclusive? Well, I wouldn't use the word inclusive. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean by the question. We're about black. Mm-hmm. I wanna be really clear about that. I was a former corporate chief diversity officer, right? So I know what the word inclusion means. I understand what the diversity work is. What is, I don't want to veer you up, but what does it mean in corporate America? It means that we make sure that all parties have equal and equitable presence. But the thing that comes with that is it is all. So I couldn't just focus on black, right? I had to make sure that women gotcha. and Asian and right, like you have gotcha. to make sure it's the not, the paths are different. Mm-hmm. But no matter what in the corporate diversity world, everybody still swivels a little different in their chair when you talk about black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so part of what we're being really clear about, this isn't about being inclusive. This isn't about investing in diversity. This is about black. And we are not going to dilute that. You need to be unafraid to say black, do black, invest with black, preserve black, defend black, pay black, do black, all black. Absolutely. We are about making sure that blackness is returned to greatness. And the first step in that is not allowing anybody to come in and engage with us if they are not going to participate in the hard, difficult, no room for self-preservation work, of standing in the gap for those of us that are black not Mm. because we can't stand in the gap for ourselves but because they're the ones in the gap and we need them to get out of the way so we can get to what we're supposed to do and 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 you know I think
8: that it's really important for us to also talk about you personally and your background because you did bring up your 15 years at Target you started off as an intern there and so I just want you to talk a little bit about your journey even coming in to Essence what made you leave Target to come to Essence and then being interim CEO and then becoming the CEO so I just want you to give us a little background on you just so people know who I Karen. can
11: I can So the first thing that's most important to say is I'm a Kenyan girl born in Kenya came to the US in Kenya. um so I was born in Kisumu but I lived in Nairobi. My parents were professors at Kenyatta University.
7: I just left Nairobi, but guy
11: Look at you. I see it in you. See, <laughs> look at you. Just a little
7: brighter. But, um, he's from the, the, he's the, Dominican, man. I'm, I am not Dominican. I'm yes. black. He says I'm Dominican, so I'm light skin. I'm black. Well, you could be all. Black and
8: Dominican, yes. yeah, you could be and light like
11: skin. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So, So I'm a Kenyan girl, came to the U.S. because my dad wanted to do his Ph.D., ended up in Minnesota, topic for another day. Mm-hmm. And so after I graduated from high school, I became a mom. Mm. And 17 years old. 17 years old. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine, just like any other parent would feel, there was concern. So I went to a HBCU down in Texas that had a single parent program to get my degree. Tell about which one is it? Texas College. It's very small, but it was a school that had done a single parent program where they subsidized the Mm -hmm. cost of your child living in the dorm with you, your child eating in the cafeteria so you could go to school. And that's what HBCUs are, right? They solve the problems that society doesn't solve so that we can get to what we're supposed to. I'm not here without that school Mm -hmm. and that program, full stop. That's why I started with Target. So I started as an intern in their distribution center in Tyler, Texas. I decided to sell out and become a corporate drone so I could take care (laughs) of this baby and make sure she could pay for college. And then I ended up coming to headquarters in Minnesota. So that brought me back to Minnesota. And I did a number of different roles in engineering. Uh, from a distribution perspective, I was over in business intelligence. I did some roles in HR. I My last role in that 15 years was chief diversity, inclusion, and culture officer for the organization. I was definitely one of those people that because I had been a mom that long, I had lost sight of who I was. And so I was open to what other opportunities could be. I was talking to people within Target. I was talking to people outside of Target. And even though Rich Lou Dennis and the Dennis family had the Shea Moisture brand that had worked with Target for 15 years, he and I had never met. We met at the 2019 festival. Mm. Mm -hmm. I was asked to come and host a panel. And when he asked about this opportunity to come to Essence, it was because of the way that I lived my life that he wanted me to come and help lead this brand. Why did I take it? It was a journey in recompense. And Mm -hmm. here's what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Two very important things happened that made this the absolute right thing at the absolute right time. I had the opportunity to join a group of people that went to Ghana. I had talked with my dad about being excited about going because I knew my Kenyan heritage. I'd known it from the beginning. My dad told me all those stories, right? right? It was undisrupted by the slave trade on the eastern coast. I was excited to go to Ghana because the remnants on the coast there of the transatlantic slave trade were something I didn't see in Kenya. And I was excited to see that. So I was talking to him about that and he paused and he said, well, there was another slave trade that happened on the eastern coast of Africa that doesn't have a lot of history behind it because it took slaves to Asia but they weren't allowed to procreate, and so it didn't last as long. He said, so our heritage did interact with slavery in Kenya. And I was like, well, Dad, you said it wasn't disrupted. And he says, well, the Wangas did what they had to do to survive, which meant participate in the enslavement of other Kenyans. Mm -hmm. Wow. I can't lie to you about how heavy that sat on my spirit. And I just remember saying over and over, I'm gonna fix this. So when I arrived in Ghana and spent time at the slave dungeons. I had a complete, total meltdown. A few months later, and I remember going back to Target and I was talking to the CEO there and I said, I gotta fix this, I told him this story. When Rich called a couple months later, this was the fix this. Mm -hmm. I have benefited from that story all the way up through my corporate career, from people who came before me that looked like me, that sacrificed, that fought, that did. I can't not do what I'm supposed to do to continue to maintain one of the catalysts of that, which is this brand. And so between where I was in my life, where I was really embracing who is Caroline, and a moment where I understood something different about my heritage, accepting this role as an act of service, it's recompense for those that fought before, for me to be able to get to where I got to incorporate, and then to have another opportunity to do this with one of the biggest global black media brands, but also it is to give the opportunity for Ayo, my niece, and all the kids coming after to have another place that will tell them how great they are. I'm here out of service, not out of a job.
7: Wow. Wow. I love that.
11: Well, definitely head out there if you can.
7: I'll be Please out there do. with Shea Moisture. Uh, I think I'm DJing for Shea Moisture. Me and my wife are signing books, our, our new book, in the Shea Moisture book. I
11: love that. Yeah, you got the,
7: don't you have a, you have a book? We
6: do. Actually, we have Essence trip.
11: Authors. Mm-hmm. So there'll be space there for Essence Authors. We've got Global Black Economic Forum. We've got all kinds of different things going on. Yeah. EssenceFest.com. If you don't know what you want to do, go down there. We'll show you the whole schedule and we look forward to seeing Something. everybody. Yeah, my, for everyone my partner, there. Anita
6: Kopax is going to be there with her book, Shallow Waters. Yes. So she's one of the Essence and we authors.
11: want to continue to highlight as many folks as we can through this festival. So folks that have interest in this, even if you didn't get on this timing, please continue to stay in contact with us. We continue to try to make sure that everybody gets an opportunity to show what they're doing at this thing we call the festival. That's right.
8: I'll be there Wednesday to Monday. I'm going to be there before
11: it starts. Some (laughs) people took 30 days off for their job and claimed it was a holiday. I'm not going to bust none of them out. (laughs) I can't wait. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your
7: story. Thank you. Thank you. Caroline Wonga. Did I say it right? You did. All right. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
3: dot com today.